up, what up? Welcome back to the Crown of Stitch podcast. We've been out for a minute. We had some, some life things hit us all, but we're back. Keith and I about to talk about some uh, some pins, some patches, some some events. We've got a lot, of, a lot a lot of stuff to talk about. But before we get into that, what's good, Keith? How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Uh, definitely feels good to be back in the saddle and uh, back recording some new content. Yeah, man. I've I've been I've been missing it. I mean, between COVID and and AC being out and all this like just technical difficulties, just couldn't get it done. But um, that's that's how it goes. We're just rolling with the punches, and this will be a good one to to talk about. I've actually been wanting to talk to you about it because I, I wanted to go to that event, but I unfortunately didn't test negative for COVID early enough. Um, so you went to well. Let's 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 wait. Let's get into what do you want? Let's start with a like our our latest pickups, or do we want to start with what's on our head? I'm I'm down for either. You know what? Let's go what's on the head first, because I got a couple pickups and a couple things I want to bust out. I might have to save some of the new pickups for later, too, because uh, since we haven't recorded in a while, uh, they're starting to, to pile up a little bit. Uh, so on head today, I got the this is an Angels. I don't know if you can see it's a corduroy brim. Uh, this was from Capsule, I believe. Um I love this uh, this old school Angels logo from the '90s. It just kind of like reminds me of my childhood a little bit, you know. Yep. I remember like Troy Gloss, Tim Sam, and all those players and stuff. And I always thought they had really dope uniforms back then. So uh, they started using this pat uh, this logo a little bit more often, and uh, I definitely had to scoop one of these up. Yeah, that's a good one. I de- uh, Tim Salmon is a name that I definitely chased after all of his baseball cards mm-hmm. back in the day. So. Um, yeah, good, 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 good choice. Good choice. I can't condone the Angels, but still a good choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> myself, I got the uh, I got the West Side Love fitted on. This is the no no logos. I mean, they got the on this side, but um, this is the Carl the Fog kind of Bay Area inspired version. Get the black, gray upper. Yeah, just you know, kind of clean and simple. But that's what I'm rocking today. I still need to pick one of those up. Is that like a like a heather gray? Yeah, kind of like a dark, dark heather gray. Yeah. Yep. Nah, I like that. That's dope. Thanks. Uh, so let's talk about this pins and pins and patches expo that you went to. This is a, a few weeks back now, but I mean, the pics that you sent were ridiculous. We'll post them up on the Instagram, but there's a lot of stuff there. I, I, what, you, what was what was what was some of the highlights? How how to go? Where where was it at? Like, let's just get into all the details. Oh man, it was it was honestly like a great time. I have never been to like a sneaker con, hat con, comic con, whatever con you want to mention. Uh, so I didn't really know what to expect, but um, it was in the city. Uh, the only downside to it, I would say, is there wasn't as much space as I would have liked. There was a, a ton of booths, ton of vendors. Um, we got VIP tickets. So basically like they let you in through the line a little bit quicker. Um, you know, you get a couple, like a free pin, a free t-shirt, stuff like that. Um, you know, the majority of the stuff was, you know, a lot of, a lot of pin vendors, a lot of hat, uh, people selling hats, different companies there and stuff like that. Um, it was overall just like a really great experience. Like, uh, let me pull out the T-shirt. That so, if you got the VIP ticket, they gave you a oh, nice. patches and pin T-shirt, and also they gave uh, 
a matching pin here. This is like a little skull Steph Curry pin. That's dope. And, you know, I'm not like super huge into the whole pin thing. I, I see some people's hats and they're just like decked out and, you know, they look amazing to me. You know, it, it's a really cool look. It hasn't always been something I've gravitated towards, but, you know, when in Rome, like I, I ended up picking up a couple pins, um, you know, just saw a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. And one of the cool things, too, was like they're, um, of course, they had some higher end, you know, hat resellers and stuff like that. But a lot of the hats and stuff they were selling were a lot more reasonable than I expected them to be. You know, oh, cool. um, my girl was able to pick up a couple things for less than retail, you know, and it's brand new DS uh, semi hype stuff. So, you know, That's it was cool. overall, it was a great experience. So, so this is. Like this is like a, a not a local thing, right? It's like a tr it's like a legit like travel around expo. Yeah. Kind of thing, right. Yeah. So I know they had some down in SoCal. I think they're going back to SoCal now. I think you know they had some on the East Coast. So it's weird because it, it was called Patches and Pins, but I also saw like an IG page and it was mentioning uh like Donnie's Capcon or something like that. So I don't know if like the Patches and Pins is just like for this specific one or. I don't know how they do that, but it, it, overall, it was it was, for lack of a better term, it, it was it was a Capcom, you know, it was a yeah. it was a convention for for hats and pins and whatnot. That's pretty dope, man. I mean, I've been to a couple of like, like I, I mean, I've worked at like conventions quite a bit throughout the years for whatever companies I work for, or brands that I might be working with, and um, I've been to. Uh, there's like a, a pin expo down in Southern California that happens like I think monthly or every other month or some something. It's actually um, I think it's run by um, Kai who, who kind of does marketing for uh, one of the toy manufacturers that's down there, and okay. it was it was super dope. Um, it was it's it seemed like just from the pictures and how you're describing it, it seemed completely different though. Like there was no fitteds. Um, it was very like art focused, focused on the artist, the creator of the pins, but the, like it really opened my eyes to the world of pins. And I'm the same as you, like, I don't necessarily want to wear them on my hat, but I definitely like them a lot and have collected a decent amount over the years, but I just don't, you know, when it comes down to it, like, I just don't throw much and I don't throw really any extras on the hats when I'm wearing them. Um, but it was it was cool to it's cool to hear that it was actually more, you know, hat focused. Just because I feel like there's a slight difference between like, you know, like for instance, uh, a friend of mine uh, has a a design studio that she runs out of San Francisco. It's called Minimal Lust Studio, and they do a bunch of like, you know, uh, San Francisco oriented stuff and just kind of like pop culture stuff. So you can get like chicken and waffles pins and. Uh, hella, you know, like Golden Gate Bridge in the Fog, pins, that kind of stuff. And so, like, I kind of jumped in with that kind of stuff. And they're a lot smaller, right? Like, they, they tend to be, you know, a little bit different than the hat pins. Like, they're a little bit thinner, too, from a lot of the things that I've seen the collectors. There's also, like, tons of, you know, like, Star Wars and, you know, any, any of the, like, Disney stuff, know harry potter like all these all these like kind of like artists do like a take on whatever that thing is that they're passionate about so 
a lot different, you know, kind of than what you're talking about, where it's it's way more focused on, you know, the hat kind of community, which is super dope. And I, it just makes me miss, wish I could have gone because, you know, it seemed like there was just a lot. Were, like the booths, were they like more like stores that just showed up with a booth or do you think it's like resellers or was it just like people, you know, were there booths where people were just selling patches and pins? Yeah. Um, you know, it was kind of a mix. Um, you could tell that there was a couple people that were just, you know, resellers that just, you know, brought down all their product or whatever. Uh, when I was waiting in line out front, like I saw a couple pickup trucks just pull up and they had, you know, containers and containers full of hats, you know? So there was some people like that. Um, you know, there was actually a couple booths and I didn't really know this about the whole uh, pin community that um, there are some people that are pretty popular. You know, the, some of the booths, like I couldn't even get to the front. You know, it was just like so packed, congested. And, you know, I was talking to some of the vendors and I, I even picked up a couple pins and stuff. And it ranged in, you know, people with a couple hundred followers. Some of the other people that I was talking to, you know, I went to go check them out on IG and, you know, they were up over a hundred thousand followers. So there was like a huge mix, you know, um, there was some people that weren't even selling like patches and pins, um, stickers, you know, they, they had just a whole bunch of different stuff like that. But I would say the majority would probably be people, um, as far as the fitteds went, uh, mostly resellers. I don't think that there was a lot of actual like stores down there. I didn't see any, companies that were actually like storefronts um maybe a couple of the ones for the pins yes but uh yeah i would say you know just just kind of a combination of it all yeah it's it's that's super dope i mean it it just it's it's like no i I just wonder when it's gonna start popping off and we start having more regular events like this right because i think we talked about when we first started the pod we started we, we talked a little bit about um one of the events that was going on in New York city, but you don't really see like, you know, it's coming from sneakers. Sneaker con is like, you know, like the biggest world traveling, you know, convention, but then you've got like, you know, um, I go to designer con down in LA almost every year. And, you know, that's like, we've even, we even set up a sneaker history booth one year, you know, like selling some of our merch and that kind of stuff is like kind of like more art focused, but it's like, it's, it's big, right? Like, so designer con is like one time in LA, Anaheim, you know, near Disney and it's massive, right? It's in the convention center. It's, you know, like, you know, just massive sneaker con is so focused on sneakers. You know, there's people selling, you know, t-shirts and, and, you know, stickers, pins, all that stuff. But like, it's, it's so sneaker focused. But it's interesting because that travels around to all different places, right? You know, they're based out of New York City, but like they just did one in in L.A. and Atlanta. You know, they, they're kind of all over the place. And then there's kind of like one of the first ones that I ever went to was called Dunk Exchange. And, um, you know, they did them in, in Vegas when like there was a trade show or a bigger trade show going on. They would have a Dunk Exchange out there that did them in L.A., um, even in, I went to one at the Cow Palace a long time ago, um, in, in San Francisco, but like, it was more, it was like half people displaying their shoes, half people selling, half people kind of just like going to hang out and talk kicks. And then you had a bunch of like random stuff going on, you know, maybe they were playing basketball or skateboarding or 
you know, those kind of things. And it's just interesting how we're getting to this point where like everybody's so into their hobbies that like fitteds, snapbacks, hat collecting in general, so big now that we can that we could. You know, I think it's only a matter of time before we have something that's like cool. We're doing this once a month, and we're going to travel around the country, and you know have like a, a hat convention of some sort, you know, I don't know what that would be called, but like it, it, it's, it's one of those things where like, I think it's good because that shows people that are not into it. Like what the passion is about, you know, like mm-hmm. from sneakers, right? Like, you know, you know, I'm old enough to where like I was made fun of for being so into sneakers for a long time. Right. And then it was like turned into a career. People were like, Oh, it's not, it's not so corny anymore. Right. (laughs) But like a lot of times when you, if you want to show like, you know, maybe not now because sneakers, sneaker cons are kind of crazy and it's just a bunch of kids running around, like holding shoes up, trying to sell them. But like, if you want to really show what, what's going on and the passion in a, in a very specific kind of hobby, that's a, a great way to do it. Right. Because then you can take, you can bring in the suits, so to speak, bring in the corporate, you know, kind of people that are like, how do we get in front of these, these consumers? And they can see like the, the excitement, right? Because you're going to be there. You're going to have the music turned up loud. You're going to be, you know, shooting hoops at a booth, or you're going to be, you know, like buying, selling, trading, whatever it is. And it just, it, to me, it just helps grow the whole thing, you know, for better or worse, right? Like I don't know. Sometimes I say this stuff, and then I think, man, I'd rather just have this to myself. But <laughs> I'm gonna try to not think that way right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I mean. COVID excluded, um, I couldn't ever imagine something like this happening, you know, three, four, five years ago. And, uh, you know, maybe COVID actually kind of sparked some of this, you know, everyone's sitting at home on their computers, you know, granted, if you uh, still have some type of income and stuff like that, people are looking for stuff to buy and looking for hobbies and passions and stuff like that to get into. So it's like, I know for me personally, uh, once COVID hit, uh, I definitely got more into fitteds. I've always loved them, but you know, it, it kind of, you know, gave me a gave me an avenue and just kind of somewhere to channel my my focus and my passion. And you know, now that we're kind of coming out the other end of it, and uh, you know, people are able to gather a little bit more and you know, get together. It, it was just really cool to see. You know, um, it was it was really good vibes there too. There wasn't. I don't know why I thought like this, but I kind of expected to go there. Um, people at the booths to either be like, you know, a little stuck up or a little standoffish or, you know, I was just kind of expecting some of the, the Supreme store vibes that, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that we hear about. So um, that was one of, one of the really cool things to me was that uh, there wasn't any of that, you know, all the vendors were cool. Um, as long as the booth wasn't too busy, you know, you were able to go there, talk to the people that were running it. Um, you know, able to negotiate on prices, um, even towards the end of it. Well, when I left, um, you can tell some people were just, you know, trying to get rid of their stuff and, you know, they were selling stuff for reasonable prices and, um, you know, just, just the atmosphere over overall was, was really cool, you know, and to see that many people that are passionate about the same thing in the same area like that, it's, uh, I think it's definitely good for the community and it's definitely cool for people to see who aren't all the way into it yet you know, yeah. what, what it could be like, you know, and how welcoming some of these things can be. And, uh, you know, might spark them to want to, to want to dive in a little deeper too. Yeah, totally, man. And it's interesting. You said that about Supreme. I think about that a lot with like skate shops, right? It, it, 
skate shops and and like streetwear shops in particular, like always kind of like uppity came across uppity, and and I don't think that that was like, I don't think it was intentional other than Supreme, like they have fun being dicks to people. I think, but, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's part of that is just like wanting to know that people are as passionate about your thing as, as you are. Right. Because, you know, skateboarding is, is one of those things where like, you know, you've got to be committed to it and you've got to be, you've got to really love it to be respected by other skateboarders. And I think that's at least in my mind, that's like kind of the justification or the thought process that people go through, whether they realize it or not. And I think, you know, as you were saying that I was thinking, you know, it's the same way with like, you know, like sneaker stores sometimes, you know, you walk into a, a, a boutique of some kind and it kind of just feels like, do these people want to talk to me or do these people just want, you know, like, are they just going to ignore me? And it happens on a regular basis, you know, like a lot of people, we've talked about that, you know, in the discord community. And what I think, I think that people don't realize is like, everybody's a fucking nerd about something. And if you're a nerd about something, the best thing to do is go congregate with all the other nerds about that thing, because then you don't have to deal with the uppityness because everybody's just nerding out. And whether that's like fitteds or sneakers or cars or collectibles or like, you know, Star Wars or, you know, anything, right? Movies like my my uncle collects movie posters from like way back in the day, right? Like older than me kind of kind of movie posters and has a massive collection of like really valuable posters. And, like, there are conventions that he goes to, and it's, like, this is where his people are, right? Like, they all remember all those stories, and they're, like, oh, that's the, the, you know, that one was, like, a limited-run print of a poster that only went up in, like, certain cities. And you're, like, you know, like, it's not my thing, but, like, to hear that, you realize that, like, it's the same, right? It doesn't matter if you're into, like, Mac or PC, you're still, like, into it, right? Or Apple or Android, you know, like, it's, like... Once you realize people have that same kind of nerding out thing, look, we're talking about we're gonna we're doing a podcast about hats, and we're doing a podcast where we talk about pins and patches on hats, and like if that's not nerdy, I don't know what is. I don't think of it as a bad thing, right? I think of it as like people are passionate and they go way down these rabbit holes, whether that's you know hats or shoes or whatever, and the conventions, especially like the smaller ones like this one where it's like, you know, kind of like you got to know what's going on to get there. Not something that has a bunch of money behind it, you know, like sneaker con, for instance, you know, it's, it's, it's fun for me. I enjoy it. But like a lot of people probably don't because it's, it's like well-funded and there's tons of people and, you know, like there's tons of corporate sponsors and partnerships and all that. But it's, it's still like you get there and you're like, you run into people that you know from, you know, years back or from, you know, online or whatever. And to me, this is like just a great way to like connect with people in real life to make those relationships and friendships that much more meaningful. So it's cool to hear that you said that because I, I just I, I always wonder like how these like, you know, I think of it as like hats being the main subject, patches, pins being kind of like and stickers kind of being like the secondary subjects of a hobby. Right. But then it's it's kind of like cool because it flips it around. It's almost like flips it back and forth to, to like, you know, now people can be nerding out about 
just, you know, pins if they want to. And they connect with other people and it's like, oh, you made those pins? Dope. I, I got to tell you about the ones that I made or the ones I'm working on. And next thing you know, you got collabs happening, you got relationship building, all this stuff. So super dope to hear that you that you were able to make it to that and pick up some stuff. Was there like any, so is, is in, in the city, was there any particular things that you noticed about people there? Like were people, I mean, I assume there's probably a lot of giants hats, but like, were there a lot of people wearing pins on hats? Was there a lot of like, you know, were there any like custom stuff where people are like actually like signing people up to make the stuff or anything like that? Or was it pretty much just like, bring it in, here's what we got, you know, and do the exchange that way. Um, you know, one of the things I notice, and it kind of goes to your point as far as people being passionate, um, you know, about what they're doing. And it was the fact that I was seeing a bunch of pins that were customized for certain hats or certain logos and stuff like that. Um, this actually, you know, I, we were waiting in line and, you know, over the fence where people were inside, like I see a couple of hands reach over the top and, you know, they're just handed handed us a pin over o- over the fence, which I thought was really cool. You know, just they know everyone's waiting outside. Yeah, this is like a Freddy Krueger, Jason, and just a couple a couple uh, skeletons on that one. Um, I'm actually going to show you a couple of the, the customized pins that I saw for you know certain hats. Like I had showed this as a new pickup on the other one, but. If you look closely in his hand right there, it's like a little yeah. bone That's holding cool. a gun right there. So it looks like he's sliding with a little gun in his yeah. hand. I saw that and I was like, man, you know, for 10 bucks, like supporting someone else's creativity was something cool like that. Um, yeah. My girlfriend picked this one up. She got this hat for like $45. This is the Sandstorm Stomper. And if you look at it, it has the like the headphones that go over his head attached to like a little phone over here. And, you know, this is something I wouldn't personally wear. I don't think she would either. But it's just one of those things that was so cool. Like, you know, um, I saw another hat with the same uh, with the same pin on it that can go over like a like a pirate's logo. And it looks like he's wearing headphones. And, yeah. You know, it, it was just a little stuff like that that like really opened my eyes to like how deep some of this stuff goes, you know, like, and, and how into it and how creative so many people in the community are to be, to be making stuff like that, you know? Yeah, totally. That's super dope. I mean, yeah, like that's stuff that I probably wouldn't wear, but you know, throwing it on the shelf and, and having it to look at is just like that creativity is, is good to have around you in my opinion. Yeah. There was also one booth too. And, um, they were look like hardcore Oakland A's fans and they were doing custom bobbleheads. And so, yeah, so they had a whole bunch of their stuff up, but I guess like, uh, you know, I don't remember. I think I got their IG. I I had to check, but like, I guess they just make bobbleheads, you know, and that, you know, it was, it was really cool. They had their, they had their dog with them, their kids with them and stuff. And it was just like, you know, really family oriented and really friendly and stuff like that. And, you know, um, it, it was just cool to see, you know, that people just came out and, uh, you know, like to show off what they were passionate about. And, you know, something unique like that. Like, I know people can probably make their own custom bobbleheads and stuff like that. But to actually, you know, see it in person and, and, you know, see the hard work that goes into some of the stuff like that, that, you know, was another selling point for me that would definitely make me go back to something like this and, you know, want to check out what they would have the next time. 
Totally, yeah. You don't really think about that, you know, like, of course, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, somebody's probably done that. But then, like, seeing it is like, oh, shit, like, they're actually doing this, like, this is dope, you know? So, yeah, that's dope, man. Well, let's, let's, uh, do you, do you happen to know the Instagram account? Uh, for the custom bobbleheads? No, for the, for the expo itself, I'm just going to shout them out. Oh, it's um at Patches and Pins Expo, I believe. Let me let me look and see if I could find it real quick because there was that one, and like I was saying, there was the uh, the uh, Donnie's Capcom, I believe. Okay, hold on. Uh, the Capcom one was Capcom official on IG, and Patches and Pins was Patches and Pins underscore Expo. So those it. Those seem like the two people that that were hosting it, and uh, you know who it was ran through and all that. So, uh, you know they they did an amazing job, and it's something that I would definitely look forward to going back to, anytime they have it here in the Bay again. Cool, yeah, man. I'm definitely gonna try to make the next one for sure. Yeah, all we right. need to get you and Dexter out there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could get a booth and and do like a live pod or something. That'd be pretty dope. That would be cool. Ben from Hat Club was over there, you know like a celebrity snapping pics with people and stuff and everyone's yeah. bum rushing them. But I re- really cool dude. You know, he, he stopped yeah. talked to us for a minute and stuff like that. So it's just cool to see people that, you know, I've only personally seen, you know, on social media and stuff like that, you know, showing up, showing face and, you know, kind of m- mingling with the people. Yeah, man, that's super dope. That's super dope. All right. Well, now that, now that you got, got me curious as to what you've been picking up since we've been off for a couple of weeks, what, what, let's, let's, let's break out the new pickups. Uh, let's see. I showed off those two. Um, this was one my my girlfriend picked up too. This is the Skull Chief. This was from the I think this was a Cyberpunk's collection from Hat Club. Uh, under retail, you know, they had a, a bunch of stuff at one of those booths. Uh, close to when I was leaving, I didn't want to leave them empty-handed with just some some pins. You know, I kind of had to felt like I had to pick up a fitted, so I picked up this uh. Oh, this nice. khaki colored Royals hat. This, I believe, was a I want to say a sneaker town release, I believe. And also, like, I mean, slightly over retail, but you know, after after tax and shipping and stuff like that. Um, I would say right about retail, you know, and I've I've yeah. seen that hat, same hat online going for $120, $130. So yeah, I was definitely glad to too. Yeah, I love that colorway. It's it's nice. The red and the khaki uh definitely pops on that one. What about you? You got any new pickups? So I, I didn't pick it up, but my girlfriend picked up uh, a little something, something for me. This will give you a hint. Ooh. Orange Crush Hat Club. But uh, let's see here. Got the, uh, I really like those ones. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, man. Um, got the 1961 All-Star on it. Uh, Three-color... On the back, as Dex would say, got the got the navy guts in there. Um, oh, that's navy too, huh? Yeah, but it's it's like, I mean, this is like, uh, oh, I guess it. No, my bad. It is black. Um, navy, navy out on the outside though, like the, all the additional and then the, the squatchy. The, but, the navy squatchy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's definitely like. A good combo for me especially i mean one this is like kind of like golf the uh the, the, like gas 
brand, which is a big sponsor in racing. So I could see it going to that. And then uh, probably next episode, I'm going to have to wear some kicks that I actually just picked up some like ASICs kind of trail runners that are basically these colors. So kind of a no brainer, but that was, that was uh, a gift from the girlfriend this last week. So thank you. That's super cool. There you go. I saw a lot of mixed reviews on that collection. And like, when I saw some people hating on, I'm like, man, that sounds crazy. Like those hats look like they pop, you know, it's such a beautiful, beautiful combo of colors and stuff like that. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of those. Yeah, man. I, I can't really figure out like the formula of like what people like and what people don't. And to me, it's just like, if it's good colors, I mean, the hardest part for me is like, is like seeing teams that I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear the hat, but I love the colorway or the release. Mm-hmm. And like, if there's not a Giants one included in there or maybe an A's one, you know, it's like, all right, well, gotta, gotta pass on this one. But like, it's not consistent. Sometimes I see colors or themes and I'm like, damn, those are going to be gone in a heartbeat and they sit. And then other times I'm like, Oh, that's, that's too much. Nobody's going to really care for that. And it's gone right away. You know, I don't get it. I feel like some of the people that are hating on some of these collections are like the same type of people that you see on like Instagram or Twitter, like five minutes after an album drops and they go, Oh my God, this this album is trash. It's the worst album I've ever heard, you know? And it's like, you know, they didn't even have enough time to listen to the whole thing, but you know, they're, they're just throwing shade to throw shade. So, you know, I'm sure you can't appease everyone, but you know, to me that, that, that hat is a winner of my books, Nick. Thanks man. Definitely appreciate it. It's, it's up there for me. I mean, anything, anything orange, orange and blue. I mean, it's funny because I've probably bought like two, three, maybe even four, variations of orange and blue giants hats over the past like few months which i've shared on previous episodes but i i keep finding new versions of it so it's all good i'm i'm good with people not uh you know jumping on everything it gives gives everybody a chance to get something so but uh um anything else we gotta we gotta talk about before we get out of here uh i have a kicks and fits i don't do you, do you have one I don't one have handy one, or not you should roll with it okay i'm a, i'm i'm gonna pull one out real quick uh this is burgundy angels uh why can't i think of the collection it's uh crossover so it's basically like the anaheim angels hats with the same color as the anaheim ducks so you got the the teal with the with the burgundy and for the kicks, the Amaminier nice. Jordan ones. I feel like this is a hard burgundy to match on this one because it's like almost like a brownish burgundy. It's really dark. I have a couple other burgundy hats, but it, it that's the only one that I found that actually like the burgundies match up perfectly. Yeah, man, that's a good one. I actually, uh, I think it's the crossover. Uh, there's like a sharks giants crossover that i really would like to get but i I haven't seen one in my size so it sold out when it came out right away and i didn't think it was going to be popular either of course but (laughs) i'll definitely keep an eye out for that yeah um all right well that's that's about it for this episode shout out to dexter got some stuff going on doing his thing he'll be back soon and uh make sure you give him a follow smooth as eggs on all the platforms s-m-o-o-v a S E G G S and check out his industry special podcast. Uh, we'll link that in the description so you can, you can uh, catch him on that as well. 
But uh, Keith, let them know how they can find you, man. Uh, you can find me on IG and Twitter at Keith the Sneak with two Ks at the end. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook if you want to. Um, more importantly, follow Crown and Stitch. You can find us all there. Yes, sir. At Crown and Stitch on all the platforms. You can follow myself at Nick Ingvall on all the platforms. You can join the Discord. The first link in the description below. That is the, the Discord for Crown and Stitch, Exhaust Nose Podcast, Sneaker History Podcast, and we've got some more in the works, which we'll tell you on a future episode. But thanks for rocking with us. We appreciate all of you. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.